Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look. Wrestling 101, class is in session Pay attention to the teachings, that's from Andrew and Derek I mean these guys making the killer with no competition Dynamic duo better than the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys Everybody make some noise, mess with them, you get destroyed They cannot be beat, take a seat, watch them do their thing on the MIC Face defeat, they cannot be seen like JC Oh my goodness, it's in killing spree, yeah? Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling IQ 101. You guys know me. My name is Derek. Make sure you follow Wrestling IQ 101 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Wrestling IQ 101. Make sure you also listen and stream on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you get all your streaming needs. Today, very special day. Got someone who's uh, been riding with us for a while now. The, the new, the Thanos of the Northeast, uh, public enemy number one. Now you got a story to tell. TJ Marconi is here on Wrestling IQ 101. What's up, man? Um, it's good, man. It's a little different this time. You know, we're doing it virtually. You know, I'm in my car right now. Obviously, you can see I'm cutting a car promo like I never do. Usually, I'm all cinematic and stuff. But, I mean, yeah, man, this is crazy world we're in. But I, I always stuck with Wrestling IQ 101. You guys are my people. And tell me, man. Definitely, definitely. Nah, definitely appreciate it, man. You're uh, making time, pulled over in the car for me. I'll, I'll take it, man. I'll take it how I can get it. I thought I'd be there, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm true to my word. <laughs> facts, facts, definitely. Uh, so, you know, uh, last time, dude, it's been so long since I, I've talked to you, man. It's, it's been a while. Um, you know, the biggest thing that I would say that happened, well, two big things. You decided to leave wrestling, and yeah. then you came back to wrestling. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, let's start with that. Like, like, what was the reason? Like, was there any particular reason you decided to walk away from it? So uh, you know, I'm going to speak to you as, as myself right now, not like in the wrestling character. Uh, real life stuff was like, was um, home life is a little crazy. So like, mm -hmm. I couldn't focus on wrestling because I had to get my real life stuff, gained a lot of weight. Marriage went to, you know, went down the toilet. But I mean, no disrespect to her, no disrespect to her. I couldn't, I couldn't focus on wrestling. And then the world was going crazy too. Uh, yeah, pandemic hit. There's no shows, so I'm like, all right. At first, I planned on leaving wrestling at the end of 2020 anyway. If I wasn't signed anywhere, it didn't look like the world was gonna reopen by then. So I go, let me do something creative with it. And mm -hmm. I was like watching Man on the Moon, the movie. And mm -hmm. he called, you know, kind of like was the first guy to work everybody, faking his mm -hmm. death or like you know being crazy. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm dead. But it's <laughs> And like, I'm not wrestling anymore, but I want to see how many people buy it. Now, now I could have made it a little bit, uh, I scared a lot of people. People hit me up. I wasn't answering the back. I'm like, and, and people who actually believed I died. But uh, I mean, it worked. I got people talking, even though I was like, it was just basically like, yo, I'm leaving wrestling. Uh, TJ Marconi's dead. And mm -hmm. it was crazy. Um, real life started getting better. I got the itch again. I saw the world reopening. I had a lot of people in my ear saying that I have a lot to give back. Um, yes. lots left to do, so that's why I came back. Perfect, man. Questions in one. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, definitely, definitely glad to have you back for sure. And yeah, man, I was one of those people. I remember I saw like uh, I think you posted on Facebook. It was like R.I.P. T.J. Marconi, and I, and I didn't see who posted it. I just yeah. looked at those words. I was like, my mouth dropped because you know <laughs> during this whole time it's been crazy. People have been yep. passing away left and right. Celebrities, everybody, family yep. members from people. Yep. 
And then I saw, I was like, holy shit, TJ Marconi died. I was like, no. I was like, oh, man, but. I, 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 I didn't mean to get people upset. I mean, but again, it, it shows you the power of social media and how things can unravel. Like, literally, all I wrote on Facebook was uh -huh. R.I.P. T.J. Marconi. When if you went on Instagram, I'm putting up stories that I'm on vacation. So, like, yeah. if anyone who, like, was, like, really concerned, literally, like, all right, let me check his Instagram real quick. Oh, he just put a story up. All right, he ain't dead. You know what I mean? But, like, it's snowball, man. Like, people really thought I died, you know? It was just, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so... So let me ask, what what I know the you know the the world opened back up and things like that. Um, so did you did you see like did anything give you motivation to actually want to come back and do it? Uh, I know you I know I, I saw a post from you uh, a, a while ago that you um you know you you were losing weight. You told you said you gained weight. You started yeah. losing weight, getting back in shape, doing things like that. Was it was there any particular motivation that made you want to come back? It was a lot of just like. Um, what I, I started watching wrestling again, trying to see what it is now, because obviously, you know, it's changing and you got to evolve. And then you're like, I could disagree with it, but I was watching it to see like, all right, if I were to come back, what do I have to do? And I'm seeing a lot of people I wrestled with a lot of people that I considered, like I helped and they're like making it. I'm like, damn, I definitely like, I know I'm as good as these guys are better. And they're like making a living right now. All right. Mm -hmm. I mean, let me keep thinking and I'm watching old stuff and getting re-inspired. I'm watching good movies and getting re-inspired. And then I'm just sitting there and I'm watching, you know, all these shows coming back with uh, either little to no fans and how, like, no one was taking advantage of the, now it's cinematic, you know, mm -hmm. like cinematic wrestling or, like, more story-based wrestling. And I'm like, damn, like, this is what I would thrive in right now. I, I'm all about, like, the storytelling aspect of it. And these guys are failing. I'm like, oh. and then I got my real life back together. I started dropping in. I'm like, right, let me give this one last good run because I know I'm good at what I do. I'm not trying to sound cocky at it. Like, I know I can I can captivate people. So I'm giving it one last good run. Came up with this Thanos of the Northeast thing. I'm like, Yo, there's so many companies right now. You can't even name them. Everybody's a, is, is a champion now. I'm like, how about I run with this angle where, like, now nah, your champions don't mean anything until they go yeah. through a yeah. So that's doing now. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I, I I like the idea that you, you know, you came up with that and how you're calling out the champions from all the companies of the Northeast. Yeah, I, saw the, <laughs> I saw the graphic with, you know, all of the, the belts from all the organizations. Yep. Um, and and I, I, I should straight with you here. I didn't tell anybody who I'm putting on that glove. I just started yeah. putting on that glove. You know what I mean? And like, people, and, and the promoters are like, wait, what? You know what I mean? I'm getting messages like, "Uh, I don't know." I'm like, "I'm back, man. I'm coming." Like, and I, and I, it ain't, it ain't a work, it ain't a gimmick. Man, I'm, you, your champion ain't promoting right. Your champion is nowhere to be found. I'm here. I, I'm putting more relevance on your company's name by just putting it on a graphic right now. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I I hear you on that. Um, you know, going with the uh the cinematic uh you know theme and uh the things you've done, you've always been good with that when it comes to the promos and it comes to the photos. I know you're always taking those things uh, seriously, put a lot of thought and detail into them. Um, what what kind of like is the is the motivation and, you know, wanting to, you know, put out these great cinematic videos like you do? Well, first, I got I to gotta get credit to Hashtag Dope, uh, Will Coltrane and Johnny Ball, the two guys who founded it, run it. And like they mm -hmm. kind of made me like a third like partner in it. Um, they have the technology, they have the cameras and everything. And they're like, listen, 
you know, wrestling needs the cinematic answers back in like 2017. And I'm like, yo, I'm all about it. I love movies. Like, I want to captivate people that way because people putting up like what I'm doing now, the cell phone promo. I'm like, I'm going to be in New Jersey on Saturday night, brother. And, you know, yeah. it's boring. But like, if you put up like, yo, this dude's like on a pier right now and he's playing poker or something, or like he's walking down the street and there's music playing there, like, what the hell am I watching right now? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it was hard to get people's attention. But if you can get them and hook them, I think the cinematic aspect always worked, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And um, I think it, it, it shows, um, I want to say, I, I look at it as um, kind of like, I have friends who do music, right? So I have some friends who do music and the, the promos and the stuff they put out is crappy. And yeah. I have some, some who actually invest in themselves yeah. and then they put out great stuff. And I look at that as you take it seriously, you take the wrestling business serious, and yeah. you're actually invested in TJ Marconi because you believe in yourself. That's how I look at it. You know, like it's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a little time, spend a little money to make this look a little better. Even if my return on investment isn't right away, in the long run, you see the product of what I've been putting out for. I literally, uh, Coltrane hit me up and goes, "Dude, we've been doing this stuff since 2017, and now you're seeing it done on AEW and MLW and Ring of Honor. All these places are doing just not the standardized promos anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like story-based promos." And I kind of want to give, I think Lucha Underground was the first company. I never really watched it when it came out. Yeah. And I was watching because I literally had nothing but time. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, this is what I'm talking about. How did this not, not succeed? Like, this is, what, this is what I'm about right now. They, they, they jumped the shark there. Now everyone's doing this cinematic style stuff. Yeah, everybody is. Definitely. They jumped on that wagon, man. Um, yep. You know, I, I, we talked about, you know, you're calling out the champions. I know you, you started this. You're a man of many slogans. I guess we could add this to your slogans too. Where you where you at, champ? Yeah. <laughs> so um, SWF, uh, the end their mega slam. They had some mm-hmm. cockamamie thing go on. I mean, I really, I was just told eventually. I, I could, you know, I'll pull down the curtain here. You calling out the champ? I'm like, all right. And mm-hmm. literally, he went, like I thought it was gonna be a face to face conversation. It never came out. And it, yeah. I had the crowd hooked on where you at, champ. And it just mm-hmm. like, and then, like now I put up a post the other day, and I was getting. Where you at, champ? Where you at, champ? I'm like, all right. This is I, I, I strike while they're on top. If I see marketing ability, I'm taking it, you know? So, I mean, it wasn't, like, supposed to be a slogan. Like, I'm still pitching now you got a story to tell. I mean, I'm going to rock with that till the wheels fall off. But if where you at, champ's going to work right now, I'll rock with it. Definitely. Um, out, of, out of the champions, is there is there any preference on any of them? Do, do, or does it not even matter? You just want well, all of them. It don't matter, man. I, I want to be able to take that photo. Where I, where I conquered the Northeast, mm-hmm. and then like I'm gonna start calling out like these other places because I mean I want I want to get out there. I literally I know my not that I know my worth. I don't care about the rest of them. Like you put a, you put the title on me, I win the title. I'm making your brand relevant, and if I have all these companies' titles on me at once, mm-hmm. you really won't, I ain't never shutting up about that. So no. I mean, <laughs> I'm showing up, calling out Carter, calling out Mac, calling out Sonny. I'm calling out all of them. Prove me wrong. I, I claim to be the best big man in professional wrestling. I know that I can out talk and talk people into the seats. Like, prove me wrong, man. Like, I'm coming back for this run and having fun. So, uh, prove me wrong. Where you at? You? Definitely, definitely. No, <laughs> I'll tell. Hey, I'll tell you what. Being being in the Northeast, I will be more impressed if you actually hold the SWF. And the Titan Championship at the same time. Well, I would be very impressed with that, man. <laughs> I, I, listen, if anyone could pull that off, it's me. 
<laughs> now, that- I mean, I mean, look, look at the. Uh, you got you got you got King Jeter playing around with like you know really fat guys and, and midgets. You got Mac playing around with midgets. Like they didn't play with me yet. Like I, I I'm a different animal. Like I hold no grudges. I hold no loyalty. I promote. I show up. I perform, and I win. So anywhere that, that anyone listening, I will make you money, and I will beat your champion. End of story. <laughs> facts. Facts. Definitely. <laughs> Um, so this is, this is, uh, act two, I guess you could be calling it of TJ Marconi. Yeah. Um, so from when you started to when you took your break to now you restarted, uh, is this a different TJ Marconi? What, and if so, what is that difference in this TJ Marconi than the, the TJ Marconi we got in act one? I'm not, um, like personally, I'm no longer like bitter or upset that I'm not somewhere yet. I know I definitely like as much as I had the bravado of like, it doesn't bother me. It did. Um, then I realized like my man, like, you know, there's other ways to give back. And I've already had, because I took a step back and I realized that like I influenced all these other people that have made it. So maybe that's my role. You know what I mean? Like I made a joke in the locker room. I said, listen, if I don't get anywhere by the end of the year, you know, next year, like I am still stepping back, but I'll be Triple H in the Northeast. I'll take a picture with the dude that gets signed to the finger point. That yo, man, I helped this kid get signed. You know what I mean? Like, I if that's what TJ Marconi is, and the the scheme of professional wrestling, then I'm cool with it. But I know I have a lot to left to give. I'm not going to be upset or bitter about it. I'm going out there. And I'm doing what I do really good, and I'm having fun again. I wasn't having fun for a little while. I'll be real. I was not having fun. Yeah, you you know the thing I look at that's kind of like different with like. Uh, nowadays when it comes to wrestling, um, you know, there's a, a lot of guys I used to see on the indie scenes and I, and I would be like, damn, I wish they could get signed somewhere and, you know, be able to make a living. But, you know, the good thing now is I feel like with the power of social media, there's a lot of guys who like are just living off the indies and yeah. like, you know, they, they benefit from it. Yeah. So, you know, I guess that's what it is. You, you kind of just look at, you know, what your purpose is, like you're doing and, you know, just control what you can control basically. Yeah. You know, and if all else, I know that, like, because wrestling is such a small bubble, and when you see stuff that you were doing be used elsewhere, like the cinematic style stuff, like, mm-hmm. I ain't saying that I'm the reason why it's happening, but, like, in the Northeast, it was only really me doing it with hashtag dope, but now you're seeing it everywhere. I'm like, all right, cool, maybe I had a hand in changing how, you know, promos are done or how people are handling business. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's as simple as just, like, storyline-based story wrestling if that comes back i know all right no, no no more dream match cards like literally people would just put up a card like this guy first this guy why we don't know if like there's stories again i'll be happy yeah definitely um so also i want to act about uh ask about you know the act two of tj marconi um are the goals still the same what what are what are your goals now are the things i know you want to you know become the thanos of the northeast capture yep. titles but is what is that ultimate goal for you that you're you're focused on accomplishing now? I, I would like again. I would love to get contracted at a no preference. You know, um, like people say, like, oh, I would only go to AEW. I only go to WWE. I want to be able to like say like my ability in wrestling was able to get a contract with a company, and I'm getting paid to just be professional wrestler full time with said company. If I can get that done on any level, then I feel like uh, this Act Two has been a success. And if it's not, then my Act Two success is helping the Northeast grow and like the, the younger talent grow, you know, cause like I ain't doing this forever. I ain't going to be that, that guy who was like, you know, 45, just doing Indies 45, 50, just known for the Indies 
Like I'm, you know, I, I'll let the younger cats take control of that. You know, I'll be in the back. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I asked too. If 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 you weren't wrestling, like, what other role would you would you take on in the in the business? Writing, writing, booking. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know stories. I mean, I know it's my catchphrase, but I mean, I love, I love a good story, man. Like, if I can write a, like a, a six month story between two guys and have them like captivate an audience, even if it's an indie crowd audience that are gonna keep coming back to watch it, that's my goal, man. That, that would be my job. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, with you, I know you. One thing I, I've always uh, admired and I liked about you is that. You know, no matter what, you're always an honest person. So, yeah. uh, you know, for me, I always see like, you know, TJ always speaks his mind. You know, he keeps it real 100%, whether he yeah, likes you or he doesn't. It bites me sometimes. I ain't going to front. It bites me sometimes, but I mean, <laughs> I can't change now, man. Like, I, I tell people, like, I, you know, like everyone is who they are. I will be honest with you to the core. So you can always trust that I'm going to spit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to BS you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be real with you all the time. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I definitely, that's, I appreciate that about you. You know, that's a rare thing for a lot of people to be is, you know, honest and, and real nowadays. Um, but for you, uh, what I want to know, uh, what are your thoughts on like wrestling in general? I know you're always very opinionated yeah. on certain things that happen. Like what, with wrestling that's going on now, what, what are your thoughts on it? I, I, it's, it's not good. <laughs> like, I, it's <laughs> not good, man. It's like, I mean, like uh, WWE, the, uh, they made bread. Like, I'm talking like people want to talk about, oh, they're not doing well. They don't care. They made mm -hmm. $5 billion by selling mm -hmm. rights of, two, of the same product to two warring companies. NBC <laughs> yep. and USA are two different, uh, NBC and Fox are two separate news organizations, companies, conglomerates, and they sold a piece to each one of them for billions. They mm -hmm. are set. Like, people are mm -hmm. like, oh, the product's down. They don't care. <laughs> they made money um aw has a huge financial supporter and uh to the cons i mean uh -huh. so the guys are going to be making money the product might be you know a little bit reminiscent of late wcw because it is kind of still a fan running it no disrespect to any of my friends that are working there but they know the atmosphere it's it's late wcw run um mm -hmm. the indies right now because of the lack of fans you know some shows are able to have fans and the world is reopening but i these like no fan shows, a lot of them are really bad. Like I, 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 I want wrestling to succeed, but when you watch the mockery of some stuff, it's like, it turns off a lot of people. Like, I'm not sure like how people watching this or how you feel, but like, like my dad would be like watching a clip. What, what is this in a backyard? Is this backyard wrestling? I like, know it's kind of the wrestling like I'm at. He's like, this looks awful. Like mm. what, you know, it, it, you have to remember like, you're wrestling for yourself right now. There's no fans, but you have to still remember that you're you're still trying to get people in the seats. So, like, some of the stuff's not working. Yeah, no, for sure. See, you That's know, a nice way to put it without pissing anyone off. I got you. I got you. Yeah, the, you know, the thing with it too is like, I feel like things to do things nowadays in the wrestling business are so easy nowadays. So yeah. if I decided, if I got the money and I, I decide, yeah. hey, I'm a fan. I love wrestling. Yep. I'm like, yo, I want to start up Derek's Championship Wrestling. I'm and you, like, and, and you 100% could do it. And you'll and have, I could go and do it. And you'll, and you'll have 47 people hit you up saying, can I get a booking? And they're going to mm -hmm. give you a ridiculous number that they're not worth. Like, I I, I mean, people hate me because I, I call me wild. I'm like, no, you ain't worth that, <laughs> that number. Like, stop it. Uh, you know, and it, it, it's horrible. And then, like, you'll have, like, three or four of them that you think are really on your side. 
and they're draining you out and mm-hmm. you know getting all their friends booked and it's just like uh, that's what wrestling is nowadays oh you know what let's go do it let's go to you know we're a state where we can have shows in a backyard and stream it online for 99 cents and maybe some people will buy it and we'll play around and I'm like, oh God, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, man. But hey, man, what can you do? That that's one of the good things about being here in the Northeast is that we're spoiled with wrestling. But that's yep. also one of the bad things is that we're spoiled with wrestling. You get some really good wrestling, and you get some really bad wrestling, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Facts on that. Um, you know, a moment that uh that happened um that for me it was like it was it was amazing to see, you know, you and these two other people in the ring at the same time, you, Dan Moff, and Savio Vega. Which in the one ring. of these is not like the others? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Just three three big badass dudes. It was just, it was, just, it was amazing. Um, how was that experience? How, how, how was that experience for you, just being able to uh, be in the ring with them and, you know, team up with those guys? I, I mean, nothing but respect Savio Vega, you know. W, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. I'm not sure. Legend, though. I consider mm-hmm. Hall of Famer freaking Quang, huge fan of Quang. Like uh, people don't know Savio Vega as Quang. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bro, like, just, just look that up real quick. But Savio Vega is one of the smartest minds in wrestling. And then Dan Moff's like the icon of the Northeast. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, you Dan Moff and Savio Vega. I'm like, dope. I got to learn Spanish real quick because these guys are two huge Puerto Rican legends. You know, I'm Italian. I don't really know Spanish. You know what I mean? I, I, I let, we made it rock. We were a good looking team. But like, you could definitely mm-hmm. tell, like, you know, they're going all crazy with Spanish. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, it was definitely fun, man. A return like that was 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 dope. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, respected that for sure. Um, May 22nd, I know we got uh, Standalone Wrestling Shockwave, Presents Shockwave. Yep. Um, it says TJ Marconi making a special appearance. You know, Usually when, in wrestling, <laughs> when people make special appearances, it's, it's a lot of violence going on with that. Yeah. So, uh what should fans expect for you showing up as standalone uh, wrestling? I'm, I plan on bringing my gear bag. Uh, I don't know okay. if I'm gonna. Get, I don't know if I'm gonna get dressed. Maybe I'll wear a nice suit and just. I'm gonna have a microphone from what I hear, and I'm gonna have some free time, and I'm gonna be able to get a lot off my chest. And uh, you know, there's probably people that'll be pissed off if they want to come out and fight. I mean, I'll fight. I'll, I'll beat someone up in a pair of Colhans. I mean, it is what it is. You know? <laughs> oh man, you don't see. With standalone wrestling, you know, even I, I would say Titan, because like, I, I respect Monster Mac a lot. Uh, he's definitely a legend for sure. Uh, standalone wrestling's heavyweight champion, Sean Donovan. He's another one I respect a lot. I would like to see you two go at it, man. You, I mean, we, gonna... we, we, we never fought. I mean, if Chad's watching, wow. if watching, we never fought. I mean, he says he's a messiah old school. I consider myself the, the you know, the, the uh, epitome of what old school wrestling was, like, you know, big brawling you know big beefy guy uh i would love to throw it out with sean i mean but you know i am collecting championships so i mean i mean he has to lose his title no disrespect i actually like you a little bit dip but i mean you know <laughs> thanos here oh man. oh man that's a throwback too with the dipsy <laughs> that's crazy but now nah, that that would be, definitely be great i would love to see that sean donovan is uh definitely a, a true professional and uh one of the uh, smartest guys I think in the business he's another one I love that keeps it real and he he invests in himself the same way you do I definitely respect I him a lot you did Donovan the little walk I think I did that before I liked it though I really liked it it was, it was a good series I'm like I like this all right 
inspiration. There we go. <laughs> Definitely. So um, when um, when COVID hit, like you said, the world shut down. You know, everybody was on lockdown for a little bit, especially our area here in the Northeast. Um, what were some of the things you did to keep busy and uh, to try to, you know, keep yourself from going insane, keep yourself in shape, all those type of things? Well, at first, at first, it was the total opposite, man. Like, you know, like I was saying, the reason why I kind of like, you know, died was mm -hmm. like it got, got heavy, real life went to hell. Um, I got mm -hmm. my head on straight. I moved out, you know, in the process of being divorced. Freaking mm -hmm. bought some weight, got motivated, watched some old stuff, and, um, set new goals and like real life goals. And I mean, I got myself situated. Once Florida reopened, I took the first plane out to Florida, put that mask on, get on the plane, had a little vacation, did mm -hmm. that like twice. And I mean, now the world's starting to reopen and things are starting to come back to normal. So that more people, you definitely get more traffic in the city now too. So I mean, that's how you know the yeah. world's reopened. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you, um, did you catch up on like any Marvel movies or anything like that? I know you're big into those, to, to watching yeah. those and stuff like I that. I really the whole MCU. Um, mm -hmm. I really dug the new series that came out, you know, WandaVision and talking to the Winter Soldier with dope. Um, mm -hmm. People saying WandaVision was a little slow at first. I'm telling you, like, if you think it was slow, that means you're just gonna read the comic books and or don't know storytelling. Like, mm -hmm. of course you gotta start slow for the big payoff later. Um, but I mean, they've been killing it. Um, and surprisingly, um, what did I just watch? The people were crapping all over Mortal Kombat, right? Now, I remember going to Mortal Kombat. Like, was it the best movie of all time? Absolutely not. But, like, yeah. I remember seeing Mortal Kombat in 95. I went to the movie theaters out in, New, uh, out in Brooklyn, Alpine Theater. People that live in Brooklyn know the theater. And mm -hmm. uh, I went to go, I watched it on HBO Max, and I'm like, this ain't bad. In 2021, we're getting dudes, stomachs getting ripped out and cursing and violence and no one's protesting it or saying that it's violence against women or 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 forearmed uh, indifferent people. You know, like we were able to get a bloody, gory movie in twenty twenty one. It was all right. You know, yeah. it was cool. It was. You know, it, it ain't gonna break. You know, it ain't gonna win an Oscar, but it was all right. <laughs> yeah, facts, and we and we know we're getting a second part just it goes with the storytelling the way it ended. We know, you know that another part is coming. We're getting noob side bot, you know. They 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 they, they uh, he was that's why he was all black at the end, and then went uh -huh. to the to the realm, and then Johnny Cage. I heard it like was it gonna be the Miz, right? I so, hope so. That's what everybody wants it to be. That's what yeah. I hear. There, there, oh, there goes my phone. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> nah, I mean the the Miz. I mean the Miz would work. I think the Miz would work, or even De uh, I'll call him De Deadpool. Uh, Ryan Reynolds would probably be a good Johnny Cage. Yeah, but definitely. The Miz don't get enough credit, man. Miz, Miz has been doing this for like 15 years, and he's still he made Bad Bunny look fantastic. <laughs> agreed, agreed. People, yeah, people definitely uh, hate on the Miz, man. But he he's definitely uh, just respect that dude. I remember watching him on the Real World when I was a kid, and seeing where he's come to now and how serious he took it. And he's definitely when his career is over, he's definitely a Hall of Famer yeah, for Hall sure. Yeah, doubt. One of the only guys to hold on to his title in Formania, which. Again, usually that's the changing of the guard main, and he kept it. So that kind of goes a big way if you really think about it. And, mm -hmm. dude, like, people were giving Bad Bunny all the props. Like, yo, give the props to the Miz, man. He got him to look like a real wrestler, even yeah. though, like, let's say Bad Bunny trained or whatever. Like, that was Miz, man. You got you to want to see the, the bad guy get beat up. And Miz, want, you, you want Miz to get beat up. <laughs> all the time. Definitely all the time. You know, yeah. this, when you talk about Mortal Kombat, too, um, I was, I was thinking about that too. Like people were like, 
oh, the the movie wasn't good or anything like that. And I was like, the the first two weren't good anyway. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. like, what do you mean it wasn't good? What did you expect? Okay. So you, you can't go into Mortal Kombat expecting some cinematic masterpiece. Like uh-huh. the first one I liked because I went to it as a child, but it was yeah. not good, you know? Yeah. Right, this is the part where you fall down. I'm always gonna remember that part, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. You get and the girl's gonna fall off the cliff, you know, like, yeah. Like, then the second one, oh, <laughs> that was just like a B-level movie that was like they had to get it out of the studio one and they didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, see, and, and people did that too with um, with what well, coming to America too that came out as well. It's like, it's like people just all over that too, and it's like you know, I'm when it, when it comes to watching shows the way I am. Like I literally, I'll tell you, probably like a couple weeks ago, I just started watching Game of Thrones because I don't yeah. like watching things when people are watching them. Yeah, because they, there's so many just stuff, and I don't want nobody influenced the way I'm and, watching it. And yeah, and listen, Game of Thrones should, should like before it blew up, like it was it was that kind of watch for me. Like you know, people weren't really like talking about it. it was and then mm-hmm. it got real popular. I took a break. I was like, I can't deal with this right now. Like people was going crazy. Coming to America too. Like think about it. Was it 33 years or 34 years after? I think 33 years. We're getting uh-huh. the same characters in the movie. Like, come on, man. I think that, is, that alone is, is cool. Yeah, definitely. Lucky, they're lucky lucky for that. I don't know who's got a better African accent. Like Wesley Snipes or Terry Crews and Blended. I don't know. That's like Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm going to go Wesley Snipes, though. I got to go Wesley Snipes. Uh, you know, I know. I know. Also, um, you're you a collector too, right? You collect yeah. cards, figures, yeah. things nah, like that. I'm trying uh, to get. I have too many hobbies, man. I got. I got to get rid of one. <laughs> nah, I hear you. I'm the same way. I, I'm. I'm a collector of figures as well. Um, what What would you say is probably like your favorite piece or collection that you have of anything you've collected? So my favorite would be Turbo Man. I have a Turbo Man in the box. Oh, man. Uh, I think we I, talked about this last time. I think I remember you yeah, telling me this. Got my Turbo Man in the box. My favorite, like, um, wrestling one. Um, it's got, like, so it's it's not like a crazy figure, but the story behind it is, is crazy. I have, like, a Vader uh, elite figure, right? Uh-huh. And this was when I did the show with Vader, and he signed it for me. And then that night, he told me, like, I'm allowed to do the Vader bomb, you know? So it's like I have a story behind it, bringing it back to my cat craze. That's my favorite figure at the moment. A wrestling related but i have way too many like pops and arnold schwarzenegger stuff and it's just I, i'm trying to cut down man like I'm, i think the pops are going to be the ones that get the get the get the boot because i just I, I have to have too much collectibles now <laughs> oh man no, i feel you on that I'm, I'm i'm the same way as it gets crazy after a while you're collecting too much stuff the next thing you know is like it's taking up rooms and stuff you're like well I, then oh. like i've seen all the posters behind you i got this uh it's like 11 by 17 Donald Duck uh, frame, uh, like yeah, a, yeah. a character, like a um, cartoon frame that's uh-huh. signed by the voice of Donald Duck. So like, I, I love Donald Duck. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's what I got. Oh man, that's pretty dope too. That's pretty sick. Oh man. Um, I, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What, what type of music do you listen to? I know you're in New, uh, New York. Is, uh, influence a lot what, what, what you're listening to so like i mean i'll listen to like the 90s and maybe a little bit of like up until like uh like trap in atlanta took over the rap like you know like that little era not i want to say gangster rap but like that kind of rap like from like uh-huh. 80s 90s up until like this newer age stuff 
Um, I really dig freestyle music and people that are outside of New York who they don't know what that means. It's like this like New York style dance music. Mm-hmm. And then like, I listen to EDM, like, you know, I'll be the, those guys to go to like ultra music festival and stuff like that. I love the music's like the Alessos, the Swedish House Mafias, Tiesto, stuff like that. So I, I got like a big smorgasbord of, uh, of uh, music that I like. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. I like I like when it spreads across all genres like that. I got my, my little brother loves like you know like uh who's this guy? I literally was just a conversation with the other day. All right, so Pop Smoke. He's like, nah, you'll like this guy. I believe he's dead. The RP, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, he passed so away. I'm listening to it, I'm like, he, he, nah. <laughs> like he's literally not even. It's not reason. Like, see, I like the lyrical aspect of, of rap, and he was just like. Mm-hmm. Doing simple ABC rhymes, the beats are crazy. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, yeah. how would you get popular? I don't get it. You know what I mean? So like, like I when I say I like rap, and then someone put on shit like that, uh, and I'm like, uh, nah, not this. You know, <laughs> it's 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 so crazy. I'll tell you this: when I when I first listened to Pop Smoke, I was the same exact way. Yeah. And then you know, I started listening more and more because I mean. We're, you know, we're in the Northeast. Yeah. You ain't got no choice but to My listen to certain things. My brother about this guy. Like, I got swear, he's like, you gotta listen to him. I'm like, all right, put him on. Yeah, <laughs> but they, they, they play, they play him so much on the radio. They kept playing and playing. So I was like, you know what? Let me check this out. And then he was getting endorsements for Fifty Cents and stuff <laughs> like that. I'm like, uh, I was like, let me check him out. So when I actually listened to him, like his latest album after he passed away, it came out after he passed away. Fifty Cent took over production on it. So okay. I was like, all right. I was like, let me check it out and see what he put together. And then I was like, you know what? Like, he actually, he's pretty good. I was, I was surprised, man. I was surprised. I, I'll, give him, I'll give him another chance. I'll give him another. I'll take it. I'll take him another chance. But like, I mean, on first, literally, he put on a day. I'm like, nah, this is all right. Then I, I put on like, I put on woo for him. I'm like, this is what you gotta listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. put some fucking old school woo on there and have a good time. Yeah, no, definitely facts. Um, when you're not wrestling. Uh, what are besides the things we talked about as well? Are any hobbies or any secret talents outside of the ring? I know you do voice impersonations. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. I got, I got, I got the, I got the all of the impersonation. Uh, uh, right now, like, cause with the Roby opening, I kind of want to support the businesses. So like, I'm trying new food. Like, you know, like literally, that's what I've been doing for the past few months. Like, I've been trying new food. It's like these people are struggling. Like, I can imagine, I drop my life savings to a restaurant, mm-hmm. and then like I got pulled. So them reopening, I'm going to places I never really went to before to try to social support around the around. That's what I've been doing lately. Like try an Indian food place or a Mediterranean place or a new seafood spot or like an old school place that's been open for hundreds of years. It's on their last legs. I'm like, I'm going to go drop a hundred bucks to them real quick to, you know, help out the waiter, help out the, the restaurant, stay afloat, you know, eat some, eat some new food. Instead of eating at home, I've been going out a lot to try to support. That's cool. Yeah. Definitely, definitely cool. Uh, any uh, any good ones that you've had that you could recommend or suggest for people yeah, to go so check out? I, I got my favorite cappuccino bar in in, uh, in Manhattan that I, I do like. I did promos at. I did pictures at called Cafe Reggio. When like anyone's in town, I tell them to go there, get an almond cappuccino, and just have, if you want to like have a nightcap. You go there. You want to do it during the day, have a cappuccino or a spritz. That's my favorite hell in the wall cappuccino bar, old school Italian joint. Then that whole area in the city's got a bunch of little restaurants, Fiddlesticks, uh, Gilligan's, all these little like pop pop up like pop up hole wall places that just serve really good food. Like they're known for French onion soup, but they've been there since you know seventy years. All right, cool. And I'll go in and have the French onion soup. I don't really like French onion soup, but I'll have theirs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's pretty. That's definitely pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, 
this this one just popped in my head. Uh, I feel like wrestling is going to be the easy answer, so I'm gonna say you can't say wrestling. Yeah. Um, when uh, COVID happened, what was the number one thing that you missed that got shut down? Movies. I Movies. love the theater, man. Like I, I'm I, I'm missing the theater big time. Like for mm-hmm. real, I'm missing the theater. Uh, I'll never forget my feeling of when. Thor came into Wakanda during Infinity War. Like, yeah. I literally will never forget that feeling. Like, sure, Cap getting Mjolnir was dope, but for me, being a big Thor head, like, when he showed up in Wakanda with Rocket and Groot, and the theater erupted, I'm like, the chills I got were next level. Like, I don't think anything's ever topped that for me, unless maybe I'm on, like, WrestleMania or something. But, Crazy. like, I really, I really miss the movie theaters. Like, for real, I miss going to the theater. Definitely, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. I, I missed it too. It's just, I love the just being in there, especially action movies, and you got the IMAX going yeah. on. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll wrap it up with this question. Um, when it's all said and done for TJ Marcone, Marconi, do what do you want people to know about the story of TJ Marconi? I'm not as evil as I portrayed to be in the ring. Like, I know I take this stuff really seriously. I know I'm a handful online. I know I'm opinionated, but it all comes from a good place. Honestly, if you never met me, get to know me. Like, I'm really a good guy. Like, I don't people say that. Like, I'm an mm-hmm. overall really good human being. I just yeah. take this stuff way too seriously, and it winds up biting me in the, in the ass sometimes, but, like, it all comes from a good place. Like, I'm an older brother of 10. Like, I'm a good dude. Like, that's what I believe in. Like, even though I was a really a, a, a prick online yeah. or in the ring, like, I'm, I'm actually a good dude. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I can agree with that for sure. Yeah. And I always remember, um, you know, I believe it was your, your first interview, I want to say, you did with us. And you, yeah. uh, you, came, you came to my studio in my house yeah. for an interview. And I remember my, mother, my mother-in-law was here. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, she was going to leave, but she's like, I want to stay because I see you always do this wrestling stuff. And, and I, I've never seen an actual wrestler in person. And yeah. then you came and it was like, this big guy is walking through the door. And she was like, oh my God. She was like, he was so big, but he was such a nice guy. It was, like, it was so crazy. So yeah. I, I, I always remember that uh, for about you for sure. And I know my, my mother-in-law will always remember you as well. Probably the only wrestler she's ever seen in her life. So you, <laughs> right. you said that's, you set that standard for her. Tell her like, like, what a don't go to a show. She'll be disappointed. She'll see a lot of <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> nah. But uh, TJ, y'all, I appreciate you taking this time, man. We, we started in the day. I see it's, it's getting yeah, dark get little, over there get now. Get a little dark now. Get a little dark, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, I, once again, man, I just want to say thank you for taking out this time and coming on the show with me. Always, man. Thank you guys for having me, as always. Definitely. Um, and if fans want to connect with you, they want to follow you, see the story be written for you, how would they do that? Uh, TJ Marconi, T-J-M-A-R-C-O-N-I on all platforms. I don't have a TikTok or a Snapchat. I probably won't get one. Uh, but, I mean, IG, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, TJ Marconi, simple. Perfect, perfect. Yes, and you guys, you can follow us uh, at Wrestling IQ 101 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter once again. Check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your streaming needs. And for this episode, it's Derek, it's TJ Marconi, and we are out.